0: Within uh, the Mahamudra tradition uh, in Vajrayana teachings, there's some physical exercises called Lojong. Anybody familiar with Lojong practice? Yeah, a couple of you and there's there's all kinds of different movements that go with that, but they're one very interesting way of attending both uh, with a, to a vast attention and a fine view. no, a vast view and a fine <laughs> attention <laughs> so. Let, we just try a very simple version of that, right? You just hold your finger out in front of you, right? And just, just let visual focus be on the finger, right? Fine attention. Just really noticing, looking, seeing. And then also noticing, making room for the space around your finger. The kind of, not just the immediate space around your finger, but actually the kind of edgeless visual field. The visual field just goes out, gets bigger and bigger, and then it sort of gets more and more diffuse at the edges. But there are no hard edges, right? It's actually an edgeless field or a limitless field. And then just start to move your finger in space. You can make a gentle circle. And follow, following your finger, so you keep a sense of fine attention. Seeing if you can simultaneously track the open field, the open space, empty space, edgeless space around your finger. And noticing what happens. It may be that you you find your attention kind of flicking between the two. Attention to the finger and then attention to space. Or it may be, especially if you're able to both really relax your attention and maintain a sense of focus at the same time. And if your hand gets tired, you can swap hands. Maybe that you can just really settle and relax your attention in such a way (coughs) that the object, the finger, and the space around the object can sort of embrace, hold each other, support each other. And now you can drop your finger. And just let your gaze settle anywhere in your visual field. And just to notice the same thing. Wherever your gaze falls, notice the focus there. Also the edgeless open space around whatever you're looking at. And then you might also just include the auditory field. And the specifics of whatever sounds you can hear my voice, the air conditioning, sounds from the street. Also, feeling for the the texture of a kind of wide-open, empty auditory field around the sounds, the silence that holds the sounds. Kind of deep background quality of silence that can never be disturbed, however much sound appears. So, one can be attentive to the sound, mindful of the sound, present with the sound, while simultaneously relaxing into the wide open, empty field around the sound. You can also give this same attention to consciousness with any object, like a thought object. When thought appears, uh, some idea or some image, That quality of presence which is able to recognize the idea, the image, the thought, that brief flickering in consciousness. And yet they're simultaneously able to rest in the spaciousness of consciousness that's prior to thought. That's around thought, that's undisturbed by thought. So that whatever is Seen and heard, conceived, imagined, remembered. Whatever content appears can be given a fine attention. And whatever appears needn't compromise our vast view, our spacious abiding, our free repose right in the midst of where we are. It may be that some objects um, give you easier access than others. Sometimes the auditory field can feel particularly accessible for some people. Sounds and the space around sounds. Others through familiarity with body sensation and breathing as a focus for practice. That might seem particularly accessible. coming and going of breathing and the knowing in which, the awareness in which, the presence in which breath is coming and going. So see what object seems most suitable for you as we sit a little while in meditation together. When attention gets seduced by some thought stream, that's when we lose both the open view and the mindful attention. And yet when mind gets caught up in that way, important not to make it into a problem. Right? I'd rather to really see it as, as, uh, as the moment in which you get to see how mind behaves. And you're caught up in some thought stream just to really see in the moment you notice how your attention's been pulled there. How you've assumed a sense of self, a sense of world, a sense of object. And how you can just unhook from all that. And you can just come back to any particular object, breath and body, sound sensation. In such a way as to both bring a fine attention. This is what's happening in this moment. And to rest into a vast view. There's space for whatever's here. Every sound reveals the space around the sound. Each breath shows you the knowing of the breath. Each moment is redolent of infinity. Seeing this, we give a fine attention and we rest in a vast view. If in any moment you notice you've got caught up in some object, then look for the space around what's happening. Feel for the space around that mind object. If on the other hand you feel, you recognize you've gotten lost in space, Lost among the, just the habitual wandering of the mind, then feel for a particular object to give fine attention, this breath. these sounds, these sensations. I'm just continuing to practice in this way for uh, 10 minutes or so, remaining of the sitting. Checking your mind right now. And seeing what's standing out in your experience. See what's inviting a close, intimate attention. And also feeling for that spaciousness in which it's possible to rest, abide, bell rings and end of the formal part of meditation you start to introduce different elements of experience as you raise your eyes and move your body just seeing if there one can maintain that kind of moment-by-moment fine connection with sensations and seeing and and simultaneously feel for the, the ground of awareness the spacious knowing in which your experience is happening so that in this way even though the formality of meditation ends the continuity of practice can remain.